0: Hello and welcome to my Xbox and Me, episode two hundred and eighty seven, I think it might be six. six. Nah, no, I think it's I think we did six last week. Um I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer. See, you're you're expecting me to number things correctly in the show notes. Nah, that's, that's more Matthew, for you, expecting. Mr. Matt P video. How are you? <laughs> that's more I'm good. for how you. Do?
1: I'm yeah, good, I'm bro. Hey, I mean, I'm still new. I'm still the new kid around here. You know, what I mean? The, so new I, kid I around here. You
0: act like this is a professional production or something. Like I'm actually going to change the names of things. Like, come on, come on. That's too, but that's too easy. Too easy. And uh the, the well, <sighs> audience. This is a this is a hard one for me to say, but I will never call him Too Fresh Crush again. Um, oh, wow. he, is wow. just, he is
2: just just... Crash. crash. Uh, can you elaborate?
0: You know what I'm gonna say. Where I know, but I would like to hear you say it. The beard gone.
2: Well, I had a dream that Fix told me to shave the beard or else I, I was being sacked, and I decided to shave it just so I wouldn't be sacked.
0: You all know I sack everyone at least once a week, everyone gets sacked at least minimum. If you've not been sacked at least twice by me and you don't work for me it's the same thing it's the same thing funny we're doing we're meeting um about my playstation in me which i can't go into too much details but things were said and i was like huh i can't sack you both because you both want like equal pot i'm like, i'm not sure i'm not sure how i feel about <laughs> this you know I'm not sure how I feel about this. I'm not sure. Uh, if you didn't know, My Xbox and Me is our weekly Xbox podcast here on YouTube.com slash My Xbox and Me and the podcast services, obviously. Uh, don't forget, you can get the show early. Patreon.com slash MCFixer. Go and slap the subscribe button. If you are driving along right now, remember that we said this. Go and subscribe on YouTube. We're like, we keep, we're teetering. We're at this like 1,100 point, yeah? But it keeps going below to like 99 and 98. Then we'll get someone come back and it'll go back to 100. I don't like it. I need like five of you, six of you, 10 of you, 100 of you just to go and slap the subscribe button. Please and thank yous, all right? Please and thank yous. Crash, i got to say, we had a great episode last week. Great episode. It felt good. It came out. Matt, what are you putting faces for? Chill out. We had I've great, got great got episodes. Like
1: Something episode missing? Do
0: you know what I mean? <laughs> <the episode missing. laughs> we had a great episode last week. Can this one live up to the hype? Because we said on that That's episode, it. "Oh, we'll know about Bethesda. We'll know about Bethesda. We'll know all this stuff." And we kind of do. There's still a lot of speculation to be had. Um, yeah. Should we do a uh, shout out to our Patreon producers? Shout out to Erangard, shout out to FNH Paul, and shout out to our Tribesman. Thank you very much for your support, keeping the lights on and keeping this show going, of course. Topic of the show officially, Xbox now own Bethesda. Clap, 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 clap. It's big, it's big, it's big, it's big. Guys, when this got announced, I tweeted at you both. I was excited. I've been excited for this podcast. Yep for too long for too long you don't understand you you both don't understand because i've been covering xbox now for five years i've done like i think we've done like 290 episodes of my xbox and me including the special so this will be like 200 episodes 291 be covering xbox for this long has been hard It's been in the trenches. You don't understand. You're laughing because you don't get it. Like, you know when you've got no exclusives and then you've got exclusives, but they're not very good. Then this is our moment to be happy. This is our moment to be excited. This is our moment to go, yes, we have something. We have something. Do we really have it? We don't know. We'll talk about that in a second. But where are you at, Chris? Because I've seen a lot of, it's in the industry right now. Xbox buying Bethesda has been a huge topic of like, this is bad for games. This is bad for this. This is, this is this. Xbox at Microsoft, I should say, are are doing something terrible for gaming. What is your opinion?
2: I used to, I wasn't really sure about it. And then I think it was last night or before last night, I was having a conversation with Ben and we were talking about, is it anti-consumer for, uh, a company to buy exclusives. And okay. I think the the thing we ended up agreeing on is no it's not it's just business. It's anti-consumer when you take when you give two people the same product but you uh, you favor one over the other. timed exclusivity
0: the, skins, time maps, things like not, that. I or... don't
2: I don't think timed exclusivity necessarily falls into that. I think skins and stuff like that, special modes and things like that do fall into it. Spider-Man? Cuz timed exclusivity uh, Spider Man for Avengers, yeah. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, that that would be anti-consumer. Yeah, is where one one platform gets all this content, that the other platform doesn't get for whatever irrelevant reason, right? Yeah. Uh, so I don't think I don't think that this is anti-consumer. I don't think it's bad for business. I think the worst thing would be is Microsoft forming monopoly. Which yeah, we've seen Microsoft overall be very pro-consumer in a lot of its moves i don't think that'll be the route that microsoft goes i don't think they're going into this sort of like we want everybody to be on our platform and we're going to give you very poor deals and all this stuff because we have all the power
0: yeah matt what about yourself you lean very much more playstation your xbox is your xbox exclusive machine obviously where is your head at with this deal
1: my Xbox is my it's becoming more of my primary machine actually with Game Pass, with sort of multiplayer games and playing with you guys more. Yeah. Xbox is becoming more used in my house than PlayStation at the moment. And I think, you know, PlayStation have been doing it for so long, exclusivity, and having these big exclusive hitters, that it's just second nature now. We don't we don't question it when Last of Us is PlayStation exclusive. Obviously, we don't question it. Xbox have never well, they have, they've had Halo and stuff like that, but they've they've never had too many bows to that string yeah and now they have right and 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 so this question of all the way they've been sort of in second place if you like and playing this game of we just want you to play games we love that you play games cross play cross progression all these things we're gonna do because we love the gamer and now it's put up or shut up like do you commit to that and say we just want you to play these games because they're great or do you say we want you to play these games on our platform because they're great and um I think, like you say, if, if it is just business, then they need to twist the knife here and they need to say Elder Scrolls is exclusive, Starfield is exclusive. Whether or not they can do that, because those games have, you know, they're in some form of development. Deals have made they have can been do made that. with those they games specifically.
0: They can do that. They can do that 1,000%. With those not games... If deals,
2: are, not if no, deals are already put in.
0: There's no deals done on Starfield or uh, Elder Scrolls. There's no way PlayStation... Sorry xbox buy this with those big titles there is no deals put in place guaranteed different with death um and ghostwire those are different those are different type of games and i see why they're like we're, yeah this is annoying this is annoying because we're not going to be able to have those on our platform but no you're, you're, you're the two big hitters nothing has been done this is I'm, I'm not saying they haven't worked on a playstation version or playstation version hasn't been worked on but I do think they're at the point where they could just go, oh, well, let's scrap that. Let's let's focus everything on this one platform now. They could definitely think, do
1: that. I think from a developer's point of view, they'd probably love to do that. I mean, Bethesda games have launched for a long time in a bit of a shoddy state on one platform or the other more so for some reason. Like the yes. Fallout 3 had horrible save issues on the PS3 and stuff like yeah. that. So. It's probably music to Bethesda's ears, developers' ears, when they say, Oh, you just work on the one architecture now, and that's all you have to worry about. I mean, these machines are coming more in line with PC anyway, and they're becoming probably easier and, and more ubiquitous. Although, what do I know? I'm not a developer, but, um, yeah, file save as PS5, right? That's what you do, so fine. Mm, yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> I think that I think the big thing is of the way you look at Xbox's portfolio, especially if you look at Gears, Gears Tactics, um. I'm trying to think of the other games that come, even Microsoft Flight Simulator, if you really think about it, like, they seem like the games are built in the ecosystem now. PC, then console. And for Bethesda, that's got to be music to their ears because their games do come out, usually, very buggy. There's let's not, let's not sit here and act like... like I don't sit here and like absolutely trash Bethesda sometimes for the state of which their games come out. Doesn't take away from the fun, doesn't take away from the scope, doesn't take away from the stories, none of that. But some of their games have released in diabolical states. Like, there's, there's, there's no arguing that, right? My thing is, of what I saw... Across the industry was so interesting. Cause again, I've been I've been doing this long enough now where I've had to take my lumps. I've had to I've had to sit there and watch PlayStation buy insomniac and have all these great exclusives and people just cheer. Cheer, 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 cheer. Wow, amazing. This is great. PlayStation this, PlayStation that. Now Xbox have decided to go and get one of the biggest. Game developers out there, being Bethesda, with some fantastic talent, with some of the biggest IPs, and it's not being celebrated within the Xbox ecosystem, it is, but from a gamer's perspective, no. Not being celebrated the same way. Even some of the influencers I follow, and uh, the tastemakers, and the people, the opinions out there on Twitter, I'm just like, hold up a minute. We've watched what Sony have done, they have built a fantastic first party library of games. With, with storytelling, so Xbox have gone for a different approach, and they've picked up Double Fine and In Exile and now Bethesda, amongst plenty of others. They're building up a huge library of first party games. We hope, um, and yet we're not celebrating it. We're not celebrating it the way we would. I know the way people would if it was Sony, and it it just really frustrates me. Because I'm, I'm the first person, I'm the first person to talk, call Xbox out on their bullshit when they do something wrong or they put out a poor game or something's not right. I am there to hammer them, but when they do something good and they are building something for their player base, like I think they're doing with this, we have to celebrate it. We really, really do.
2: I think there's yeah. a so, question. You can go. No. Uh, no, no, there's, no. You
1: go. You guys no, Okay. <laughs> uh,
2: there's, uh, there's two things. I think. A, uh, Microsoft being the underdog really doesn't help them in this situation. Um, I think if the shoes were turned and Microsoft was more popular, the more popular of the two, and they made this acquisition, it would be viewed in a much better light than it is. Yeah. Like if Mike, if Sony were the one to be buying ZeniMax, I think people would be hyped about it. People would like it. They'd be like, oh, it's finally going to be unbuggy games. They're going to get the funding they need, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and that's just not what it looks like here. It's like, you're taking these games away from the bigger player base, and that brings me to part two. And it's like, we don't know what's going exclusive and what's not going exclusive yet. So
0: this, let me just jump in here. We'll quickly read this from the Xbox Wire, uh, written by head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, and says... I want to read just the main the main paragraph to start here which is This is an exciting day for Xbox today. We officially complete the acquisition of Zenimax Media, parent company of Bethesda Softworks. It's an honor to welcome the eight incredible talented development studios Bethesda Game Studios, id Software, Zenimax Online Studios, Arkane, Machine Games, Tango Gameworks, Alpha Dog, Roundhouse Studios, and their passionate global communications to the Xbox family. So, just starting that off, um, we're talking about some of these studios. We're talking about, in my opinion, in the last 10 years, one of the best survival horror games being The Evil Within, in my opinion. Um, I think ZeniMax Online have done a great job with Elder Scrolls Online, even though it's not a game that maybe I would play right now. Um, got more chance of me playing it now. If they make something new and it's another MMO, that's going to be fantastic arcane obviously we know what arcane have done it's 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 the breadth of talent that we've got here right is super 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 amazing which is the first the first point of all of this it doesn't matter it doesn't matter the quality of uh, the uh, the amount of talent you get it's about the quality of the studios you're getting and What they have bought into is something they've had a huge hole in their portfolio of, which they have now fixed. To quickly move on, um, onto the next link, which was, this is taken from IGN, written by Matt T. Kim, and Phil Spencer added that there will be more news about the Xbox teams uh, we'll be working on later this year, but promised further games would be added to Game Pass later this week to celebrate um, the announcement of Bethesda. Another point, which we haven't brought up yet, which is, to know that all of the library of what Bethesda has now put out is going to be in Game Pass is ridiculous. Like, we're in agreement with that, right? Oh, absolutely.
2: 100%. Yeah. I think that's that might be one of the biggest things about this whole deal is that all future Bethesda games will be on Game Pass. There's no deals you need to cut from here. There's no, like, oh, when it'll come on, when it'll, when will it disappear? It's just going to be there.
1: And that's but- the thing that I think is interesting, and it could be the reason they don't go exclusives. If Skyrim Two or Elder Scrolls Six, whatever they're going to call it, comes out, as you know, yeah, you can go pay seventy quid for it on PlayStation if you want, but and maybe it is slightly timed exclusive, but you can play it right now on Game Pass for fifteen quid. Like that's a huge win, and if you can get the messaging behind that right maybe you do convert some people over, right? You go out and buy a Series S and get a month of Game Pass free subscription with your purchase and you're, you're golden sort of thing. Maybe you're Xbox hun- are looking at it that way.
0: You're 100% right. You're 100% right. And I can't sit here and act like that's not a good argument. But why not just go for the juggler? And why not well, just be like, you want to play it? You're, you're all you people that keep dissing us for putting our games on PC. Better go buy that £1,000 plus PC then better you to run these Bethesda games. Like, mm-hmm. you better go do that then. Oh, or oh, instead do you wanna buy this 250 pound Xbox? Or do you wanna buy yeah. this Series X, which is five hundred? Like, you you wanna play Skyrim or Elder Scrolls or whatever it is, you wanna play Starfield, you're gonna to wanna to play You're gonna to wanna to play what these two J's put out. like, look at what Xbox had in the few, the behind, like the correlation, gears. I can understand why people don't gravitate to gears. It's a series that is as much as it's been rebooted, it was still numbered in a way that it didn't feel like it was a reboot. It still continues a story where it doesn't feel like it's approachable, right? That isn't the problem you're going to have with any of these next Bethesda games that come out. Anything that this studio puts out, they've already got a core fan base. Bethesda have their own damn press conference, and you see the CODs play. You see that those people are going to go, well, I have to buy an Xbox now. They have to. Because they're not going to just wake up one day and go, oh, I'm never playing a Bethesda game again. They're not. It's not going to happen. It's it, yeah. it, this, the, the next statement here, which is the main one what people are obviously going to care about, which is Spencer did make one point clear, clearing up some speculation around whether Bethesda games would be exclusive on Xbox. Quote, with the addition of Bethesda creative teams gamers should know that Xbox console PC and Game Pass will be the best place to experience new Bethesda games including some titles in the future that will be exclusive to the Xbox and PC end quote so we have it confirmed that some games are going to be exclusive on in the Xbox ecosystem now my question to you guys is which ones are they going to be
2: um, I would actually guess that it, the first one's going to be Starfield. I think Starfield's going to be exclusive. And I think it's going to be to test the waters to see how well people receive Bethesda games being exclusive. And then going from there, we'll see like what future games are exclusive after that. I think there'll definitely be a few games that are testing the waters to see how comfortable people are with it.
0: Do you think yeah, we'll I think s- it's difficult
1: because... Yeah, go sorry. on.
0: No, please, go, go.
1: I was going to say, I think it's difficult because we don't know exactly where these games are in development, right? We don't have release dates. We don't even really have release windows on these things. And so I think it would be easy for them to say the next two Bethesda games, whatever they are, are not exclusive. And yes, you you can get them on Game Pass or you can get them on PS5 or whatever. And then after that, it's all exclusive. And you could come over if you want. You
0: could arguably say that they're already doing that with Ghostwire and Deathloop sure those are the sure. next two games which we understand th- from the words and everything that i've read and maybe i'm, I'm taking it the wrong way xbox could have gotten out of that deal from the word in in which they were like no we're still going to honor it because by saying you will honor something mm-hmm. means you could have gotten out of it right like there there must have been a way they could have gotten out of it but they've decided to not do that right are we in agreement of that of that that's kind of the reason of the situation
2: I don't know, because it's hard. Of course, Microsoft's going to say we're going to honor it, but you don't really know what the deal is exactly. It benefits Microsoft to word it in a way where it seems like, oh, we're doing the thing, we're taking the high road, right? Okay. Um, If, if you take it for what the wording just is, then yeah, I, I would agree with you, just based off the wording only.
0: But PR is going to be exactly. PR, so you're 100% exactly. right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I, yeah okay. If you're back okay. into a corner and you want to look like the good guy, then yeah, say, yeah, we're going to honor it, we're going to be the good guy. But, yeah, uh, yeah, maybe they do not th- have much of a choice
0: I think you've hit the nail on the head in terms of like the next two games I'm so interested to see how Ghostwire sells and how Deathloop sells because, okay here we go, we're going to make all the money from this and it's going to be on our competitors um, console exclusively for a year we're going to get to see what these numbers are like now, right? We're going to get to see yeah. what this what this ecosystem can do. We're going to get to see what these games sell like, how many people stay within them, how many people beat them. All that data that they need to know that they have on their own console, they're now going to be able to get that on their competitor's console. And again, competition only breeds both ways. Only breeds better results for everybody, right? Right. Mm -hmm. But for me, I I think you guys are right in terms of... Me, I've said this before and I'll say it again, which is I think you see Doom become exclusive. I think you see uh, Evil Within become exclusive. Dishonored become exclusive. Those, they're AAA titles, obviously, but they're the lesser AAA titles. And I think you see Starfield go third party. And I think you see Elder Scrolls go third party. Because it's a case of like... I th- but I think those will be the only two, and that's only going to happen once. I think once we get out of Starfield and Elder Scrolls, these next games, because they've already been announced, and I think that's where it plays a part. If these weren't announced yeah, like the way they were, I think you would they would have let the speculation just sat there because it would have helped the sales as the console go... Well, I have to run an Xbox because it happened to me with Death Stranded. I never even bought Death Stranded. I bought a PS4 to play Death Stranded as soon as that game got announced. And then once I actually saw the game, was like, nah, I'm good. I'm Don't good. No fake you. But I think, I think as soon as you put that seed in someone's mind of like, I'm gonna have to buy this sooner or later, my apps will buy it sooner, and then I can experience game pass and stuff like that, it would have helped. So that's my two cents. I think I think that's where we're gonna go. I think you're going to see games like The Evil Within come back. Dishonored come back. Um, I'd love to see a new MMO. Just a from the grand up MMO built for PC and Xbox. Because again, that's, a, that's a, a series, that's a genre of game we don't currently get much of on Xbox. Um, and I think Elder Scrolls Online, they've learned from the bumpy start of which that game was to where it is now. So, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's a... It's an interesting situation to be in, I think. But that's yeah, one just of me. the
1: interesting quotes that I pulled out from the bottom of it, and I'm going to butcher it now because I'm not looking at it. But it was it said about um, and again, this is probably reading way too much into this, but it said that Bethesda are really on board with the idea of Game Pass, really excited about it, and see the potential of it. Yeah, I would love for the next Elder Scrolls to be a much smaller experience and have several parts to it, almost be episodic, maybe, and and. Just focus it in. Give I know me what you mean. Experience. Give me a 12 hour experience that comes out every 18 months or something for a little while. And having that. We're not of there. Going past, having that. I know we're not there, but I want to be there. Yeah, we're not the there. the Netflix model in. I, like, I want it. I want I, it. To I, f- I think,
0: I think I, that's where. Sorry, go on, Crash. Go on, go on.
2: I also don't know if that necessarily works with Bethesda games, particularly like Elder Scrolls and Fallout, because that's so contrary to what people love about those games. They love that those are games like, I'm going to buy this game and I'm going to keep replaying it for the next two, three years. This is my only game, really, and then I'll play a game here or there. That if you do it episodic like that, you do kind of like ruin that immersion for those people. And I think that's a very large chunk of people that buy into Bethesda products.
0: It's an interesting one, because I understand what you're saying, because if you look at where it seems like Xbox are going with a lot of their franchises, it is like build the game out and then let it Build over time in game Pass. I'm with Crash on this one, where I think those games need to be the block. The, you don't buy a studio for this type of money and not make blockbuster games. And changing that formula is too scary. Like we know it works. It's like let's make the game, let's put the game out, let people love it, let people find the bugs. It's still gonna don't even with this being first party. Do not expect these games to be any less buggy
2: because they won't. Oh yeah. <'Cause>, it's also like one of those things where it's like, when you have an open world game, you generally have to expect there to be more bugs than yes. something that's a linear experience because it's more hard to control all the variables. Um, I also I, I really I really really think that um, people need to sort of tamper expectations like what you were saying with just sort of how polished these first few games that come out from them are going to be because it takes time to sort of start implementing all the changes that would happen and improve the games, especially stuff that's going to come out soon. But really, the only games that they do have coming soon are Deathloop and Ghostwire, right? Yes.
0: As far as I'm aware. So,
2: so maybe all the bigger games that would have the changes from having Microsoft money behind them do end up a little bit more polished, but still buggy in a sense.
0: There's still going to yeah, be Bethesda clarify, games. Right? <laughs>
1: yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. to clarify like the thing that excites me right is is don't necessarily do that with the next elder scrolls do that with a new ip right i want these like shorter make it more like a tv show like uh, episodic games have got a bit of a bad rap i think but i think game pass is the perfect platform for them right like if you're already in it and all of a sudden a new episode of your favorite game pops up that's fantastic right these shorter experiences that can be put out more regularly i'm all for so yeah, maybe not in the next I, Elder Scrolls, like you say, it's too much of a risk and we're not there yet, but um, something new, I'd be for it.
2: I think Tell Me Why is a good example of why that would work. But a big sure. thing of Tell Me Why was that it came out weekly. I think once you start like increasing the gap between times, it starts, especially if the stories are like super interconnected, it starts becoming harder for people to keep up with it and necessarily care about like the next episode.
0: You've seen this with uh, Don't nod. You've seen this with them where y- your intention is to get it out every three months. But unfortunately, game development isn't easy as, as easy as that. It's not as sure. easy as every three months we can make this happen. I like it in concept. I don't think it works yet. I don't think we're there yet. Um, the one thing I do like is, which we'll see, is 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 the updates of these games and and the expansion packs and stuff like that. Is all that going to be included in Game Pass? Because it's a weird one where it's not always included in Game Pass um, mm. all of the time. But I think if if they do decide to go the route of Skyrim and Starfield are on everything, right, it would be a nice driving force of like, but get all your exclusive in Game Pass free. I know it's not free. My argument still stands of don't say things are free when they're not free. But for the marketing of it, it's... If you're already, you've already got Game Pass, you've already got it, so you're going to get this DLC for free. Like you don't have to go pay for it. The extra they say they forty dollars over on PlayStation. Like, there's certain ways they can maneuver that this works in their favor both ways. Either way, they're going they to also, make money.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they could also very easily make that DLC exclusive without making the full game exclusive, and then they kind of see. I'm not uh, about dodging, that. Like. Yeah, I'd rather they just
2: make the yeah.
1: PlayStation do it a lot anyway, right? And so like yeah, yeah, and I hate for it. (laughs) I think
2: that's the one thing PlayStation universally gets hated on. They don't necessarily get hated on when they make games exclusive. They get hated on a lot for when they make content exclusive.
0: Destiny, because that's when
2: two people buy, especially when it's like a cross-play game and two people buy the same game, and it's like, hey, you want to go play uh with Call of Duty Spec Ops? Oh yeah, sure. Oh wait, I don't have it. I'm on Xbox. I can't play with you, right? I haven't got that. That's map. where it becomes a bad got experience. That.
0: Yeah, no, hundred percent. a hundred percent. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking down the list of Bethesda games, right? So I'm now. I'm now thinking. All right, you're, you've said you've hit the now on the head there. Where like Fallout seventy six is going to keep getting worked on. I think you're still going to see content getting that done. Um, I think you're still going to see Elder Scrolls Online key getting worked on. Deathloop comes relatively soonish. Um, Ghostwire is relatively soonish in the grand scheme of things, and then we're sort of going to have a lull period for Bethesda, where we're going to be waiting for, like you said, Starfield, um, probably a new Wolfenstein at some point. Um, but yeah, it's like what I I can't. You're right. I can't wait to see what they do for new IP. And in a smaller sense, like, can you give me a I know they tried it with uh, Wolfenstein. What's the ones about the sisters?
2: Oh, uh, two Bloods or something like that? New blood. Blood.
0: New blood, New Bloods. New blood. I know blood. they tried New it blood? and one of the two. <laughs> the, they're both blood. Um, yeah, they they tried it with that and it didn't seem to go down as well as they wanted it to do. It was a smaller experience. I think it will play better in Game Pass in terms of like... It pops up, and it's like, oh, I'll try out this new Bethesda game. Doesn't matter sure. what it is at that point, because you've already paid your £12, £14, whatever it is, for the month, um, or dollars, depending on where you're at. I'm sorry, Americans, I'm sorry. Um, well, there was only one... I can't even really remember what the one thing I was going to ask you guys. I've got a question that came in anyway with this, which was high fix Crash and Map. With the acquisition finally done, which games from Bethesda would you like to see sequels to, or which Xbox owned IP would you want to see Bethesda Studio take on? Love the show from Top Lift 91. Um, mine's more new IP than it is working on. I'd, I'd, I've never been a Bethesda guy. Like, I'm excited by this. But the only Bethesda games that I've really dragged with have been The Evil Within 1 and 2. Like Those are games that I get behind. I own on disc. I've played it multiple times now. They're very good. They're amazing. But I was never a Bolivian guy. I never got into Dishonored. I never got into Prey. I never got into Doom. I enjoyed Fallout 4 and then everybody else hated Fallout 4 compared to New Vegas and 3. So I've kind of missed the whole hype around Bethesda. So... For me, I want to be able to get into the get on the ground floor, which Starfield is obviously going to be that for me, which is that's their next big temple title. But I, Xbox IP that they currently own, I don't think any of it's strong enough to go back to honestly. Um, and I'm sure some people are going to point out one series that like they could definitely do, but like I just don't think they current Xbox currently have IP that's interesting enough. That's not being worked on that I've really missed. Like even Perfect Dark. I never missed Perfect Dark. Crash, I know. Yeah. I know what you're going to say. They can't make a Killer Instinct game. I know. I know. Calm down. I know that's what you there want. My all my do hopes it.
2: and dreams. I was actually hoping they would make a Killer Instinct MMO. That's part fighting game, part <laughs> MMO. That Jesus would be fantastic. Christ, could you imagine? Um, <laughs> uh, That'd be crazy. I don't I, want any part of that. I don't want
1: any part of that. <laughs>
2: I think uh, in general, I, I agree with you. I can't really think of anything Xbox-wise that I think would also fit Bethesda as is, as it is right now. Until we start seeing them make new IPs and in what directions they go with with those, it's kind of hard to uh, fit them with any Xbox IPs. And as far as sequels, I'm 100% on board with you. I was never a Bethesda guy. Like I played a game here or there. They're fine. They do they do their job really well, and they fit that market that they're aimed for really, really well. Probably the best at it but that never necessarily did anything for me.
0: Yeah. Well, I think,
1: yeah, I'm in total agreement. I would love to see, I would be more excited to see new IPs than I would be sequels to games. But I think part of the reason Xbox are looking to purchase Bethesda, right? Is, is those IPs, right? Like that is a big deal. Elder Scrolls and, um, everything else in there, you know? So the one I was just looking at then was Prey, right? The Prey reboot was certainly a mixed reception sort of thing. Um, but I think that's kind of an easy win if in the summer we get some sort of splash screen that is a title for a new Prey game um, that is maybe two, three years out, whatever it is. I think that is an easy win. And again, it's one of those things that people kind of know of in the back of their mind from ages ago. They they heard there was a reboot, but probably didn't play it. If it shows up on Game Pass, a lot of people are going to click through, right? A weird sci-fi kind of horror style thing. I think it's an easy win for them. So um, I wouldn't be surprised to see a new Prey game before the end of the year, even if it is just a title card.
0: No, I don't yeah. think we're going to even get, get any title cards. Obviously, the rumors was the event was meant to be today. Um, Didn't happen. Never happened. <laughs> well, it right or, 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 <laughs> it's going on right now. <laughs> or it's going to happen later on, yeah. Um, which would be very frustrating, let me tell you. Um, but yeah, I, 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 the thing that comes to mind for me is like, you think about a game like, think about a studio like Rare, right? Rare comes out and makes Sea of Slow burn at the start. It's now had over 15 million people play it. Like, imagine that same thing but with a Bethesda game, like a new Bethesda game, but it doesn't have the slow burn. It's just some people already excited. That's what's getting me mm. more excited about everything that that's being said. The the is it exclusive? Is it not exclusive? I'm of the mind that it should all be exclusive. Like you should want, especially for, especially for me. I'm gonna sit on my entitled Xbox fan point of view here, where it's like I've waited for exclusives. I've waited. Like, not that I want to take away from anybody and anything like that. It's not like that. It's just, I buy your platform every year. I pay for Xbox Live every year. I have bought Game Pass. I buy the headsets. I, I buy into this damn platform so much that I think you should be wanting to give that audience exclusives like and top exclusives. And again, when you look across the board of like, if you, if you get Doom as an exclusive, it's a pretty big exclusive, to be fair. Like Doom's like no joke. Like, again, another game that just never jive with me. I played it, but when it jumps into Game Pass, will I be will i give it more a chance? Probably not, because I don't have time for old games. But I would love to. I would love to. Matt's disappeared. He's dead. Matt died. He's dead to us, everyone. I want you all to know he's you're dead. Back. You're back you're with back. over there. You are. Um anything else to to add, Crash. Hello?
2: You're, oh, back. Oh, you're I- back. I can see you again. <laughs> um I have one question please um do you think that like for e3 happening online only digitally do you think bethesda event and xbox event will be put together or bethesda will still have their own event
0: xbox are gonna have their own it's gonna they're gonna be part of xbox now like even for the stupid fanboy war it's like well when they do announce fallout what we yeah five right like Full Light Five. Like to have that is like, well, Xbox had Full Light Five, but PlayStation had this. As much as none of that matters, it does kind of matter, unfortunately. Um so yeah, no, I think I think Bethesda's shows are gonna be dead. Bethesda's shows were always fun, but they were very padded always. You had a band and yeah. you had this and you had the fans part and you had that, and you like don't get me wrong, I enjoyed watching it. It's content to react to, and like, that's what I do for a living. So obviously the more the merrier. But I think from an Xbox point of view, it's like Xbox. Like we said last week, we spoke about Fan Fest, right? And we spoke about them doing Inside Xbox and all that. It's like now, once we get back to normal, we're forgetting the world is not normal right now. When we get back to normal, to be able to have more than enough stuff to announce constantly, like what is it, 28 studios now? Xbox have? I think it is. Like yeah, they've they've got enough stuff to to keep announcing things and keep teasing things and keep to keep a show going and being fun, I think.
2: I agree. Hmm.
0: Oh, Me too. Okay. Uh, let's jump into Fixer Shack. Remember, you can email in podcast at gmail.com or feel free to tweet at us at mcfixer, at mattpvideo, at plays with the hashtag MXAM. Or, of course, join our Discord. Join my Discord, I should say. And there's a section right there. My Xbox and Me. People go in there and talk about the show and you can join us as well. So Discord, if you want the Discord link, feel free to slide in my DMs. I will throw it to you, no problem, or find it on my Twitch channel. First question. Matt, we don't know much about you. What free games or franchises would you give us... Would, you, would give us the best idea of who Matt the Gamer is? Question is... Uh, oh, no, that's that's the first question. So, let the audience know who you are. What, what free yeah, games... That's a, it's a hard question, but what three games define hard, hard you one. as a gamer? We need to know who you are, what you play, and what you enjoy now.
2: If Resident Evil it. isn't one of them, Fix is going to judge you so hard.
1: You're fired. First answer, Resident Evil. There uh, you go. The only Perfect. Resident Evil I've ever played choice. is Resident Evil 2 Remake, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. So. Perfect. You're
0: fine. You're welcome here. You're welcome here. You're welcome
2: here.
1: Yeah. It, if I you said think, five I, or six, you'd
0: is... be done. If you said five or <laughs> six, it would be game
2: over. Five is a masterpiece.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. The thing that's catching me out here is the, is the franchises. What franchises give us the best idea of who Matt the Gamer is? So I think first one, Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider is kind of the one I have the fondest okay. memories of as a kid. One of the first games I really remember playing and getting to grips with. Um, absolutely loved it. And any new one? Tomb Raider game comes out,
0: the PS One one, Tomb Raider
1: One. Okay, yeah. yeah. Two, uh, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, PS One, PS One, or Sega I, I Saturn i was a sega kid so exactly <laughs> i had a sega mega drive as well but um yeah i always remember thinking the t-rex was the end of that game like broken memory <laughs> like whenever i reminisce about the game I'm like the t-rex is definitely the end of that game and then nope. I found find out years and years later that no that's like level two or one or whatever <laughs> yeah i was just crap playing that over and over again and thoroughly enjoying it um i think i put call of duty in there as as lame as that sounds like no no Xbox 360, playing Call of Duty 4 online with my mates is when like gaming became like, oh, a nightly thing. Get home from school on the Xbox and play Call of Duty with my mates. Absolutely loved it. And yeah, every Call of Duty since, I've played a lot of, less and less, I think, with each iteration. Although Warzone's probably actually flipped that on its head again, and I'm sort of back in in a big way for Warzone. Yep. And then the third one I'm really struggling with. So...
0: From, from you can keep thinking. I'm just trying to ask ask another question, which is like, so third-person action games, first-person shooters. No, sorry. Mm -hmm. Third-person action games, first-person shooters. What's the other genre you gravitate to? If you can't think of a franchise, like what's another genre that you will... Something comes out and you're... Like for me, I'm survival horror, right? If a new survival horror game comes out, I'm going to jump on it and play it. Half the time, they're not very good, but... I will give them a try no matter what. Is there a genre that you're like, I love this genre enough to want to play it and try out these new games that come out?
1: Yeah, actually. um, Like, survival, like Minecraft. The Minecraft God, genre. Yeah. If you like, oh, okay. Right? Valheim, yeah, yeah. I'm all in at the moment on Valheim oh. and, and absolutely loving it and stuff. So um, so yeah, I, I would go for that. But that's like more of a, a modern thing, which is maybe why it wasn't coming into my Fresh. mind. I put so much time into Minecraft when it first came out
0: you know what I'm thinking? You're not invited, Crash. Don't worry, you're rust? not invited. I
2: don't want to play Bro. Rust.
0: <laughs> Matt, you played Rust?
1: I haven't played Rust. Rust is the, is the black hole of that for me, absolutely. So um, I need to get on an to
0: Rust, no. to It's coming to consoles uh, in the summer. Just got announced. PC game, mate. Matt, I mean, me, I, know, yeah. I, know, I know, I know. Trust me. Just L- what's Let all? me give
2: you a hint, man. No, shut up. You don't need shut Rust up. in your life.
0: <laughs> you don't know nothing, Crash. You know nothing. You don't
2: need Rust. Don't, listen to you, don't you, let him put you in.
1: Have either of you tried Valheim yet? Yes. No. Because Valheim is the new hotness. Everybody loves it. And no. I am one of them.
2: Nope. I, I, I'm going to oh, be really, honest. <laughs> I, I saw people talking really hyped, about it. I was like, oh, let me get this in. Maybe I'll message fix. Like, hey, ooh, we yeah, should play yeah. this, whatever. And then I saw gameplay. And I was like, nope. No, I just don't want to. I don't. There's,
0: there's too many better games out there in this world of like, honest to God, I'd rather play Fallout 76. Like... If I want a game like that, like I'll, I'll go play Fallout seventy six, I'll go play Rust, I'll go play Minecraft. Like you said, like there's too many games that do it better. Like watching, I watched Despawn play a few times, and I've watched a few other people, and I'm just watching like this is ugly and janky, and the building mechanics are not very good, and I'm just like, no, thank you.
2: <laughs> I think what's important for Valheim is the game still. It's technically an alpha state, no. It's an early build. It's still not like fully out or anything. It's I early
0: ac- I think it's early access, early access. I think. I think so.
2: So,
0: or Granded. Do. I'd rather go play Granded. Like, there's just too many other games similar to that where I, I understand that it's a different game, different world, different list. I understand all that. And there are definitely mechanics in Valheim that look interesting that I think these other games can learn from but I'd rather go and play any of those other games than play that. I bought it, so it just, and was like, I wish I didn't buy this.
2: <laughs> is it just a visual thing for you?
0: No, it just doesn't control very well. Like in comparison to like rust, especially okay. like I want to build a base in rust, right? It's, it's very easy of like, this is how you do it. You build it. Boom, 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 boom. You learn. Here you go. Valheim for me, just, it just, it feels very clunky and not very fun to play. Um, I get that. When, yeah it's just just that's just just, just a me thing though
1: yeah. i think being thrown at the deep end as well when you start that game is is rough as well i was lucky and i had two mates already playing it they'd already built themselves a house they even had a little pig farm on the go and so i joined in and they just showed me the ropes and that's yeah probably the best experience you can get for that game see i um, disagree
0: i prefer so, yeah. being thrown in and not knowing because that's half of oh, the no. fun in the start of those games yeah. for me of, especially i remember we played rust for the first time where we're just like running around like oh what do i hit i don't you hit know what we're doing and there's yeah. a bit of wood comes you're like oh like you're learning you all those mechanics you figure all this
2: stuff out yeah yeah and I then agree. you get shot in the head and you have to start over and then again. you realize that's what half the game is is just getting shot in the head when you're just walking about yeah that's fair. i don't have
1: time for any of that see yeah oh but you have
0: but you have no. but you have but you have but you have
2: you
1: have. <laughs> I'm down to try Rust and see that the idea I'm of joining you in it and you show me the ropes very quickly, yeah. I look for it, you
2: know? Let me just let you know, Matt, the way this is going to have to work is that you and Fix are going to have to take 12-hour shifts guarding your own property. So Fix will take the first 12 and then you he'll hop off and you'll be like, Matt, I think it's your time to watch it. And then you'll be like, oh, I can't. I'm busy. And then you guys get raided and lose everything.
0: I've learned the difference. This is the difference between Crash, yeah? When me and Crash played, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And that's the truth. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to play the game. We didn't know how to fortify that building. We didn't that's know true. how to stop people coming in and robbing us after we just looted for the last eight hours. We didn't know. Now I actually that's understand. True. Like, get straight away, get a metal base built. Because knocking down a metal base is a bunch of rockets. And so it's like. And what being on a server that's been wiped again? We'll talk about this off 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 air, all right? But when Rust comes definitely to console, yeah, definitely. I'm definitely gonna buy it, and we're definitely gonna do a. I might even do a private server if we can on Xbox because I'm so tempted. I'm so tempted. Next question, that's question, question for you all is Outriders. A, sorry, question for all is Outriders a bit difficult, or am I get just getting old? I kept getting my ass handed to me. Is it balance for a team rather than? rather than a solo little Smee, uh, the lone wolf. It is definitely... I didn't like the game plan solo. Um, I grinded out a couple of characters, one character solo, and had a miserable time playing, because I agree with you. The initial area, as you start, is absolutely fine. As soon as you go into that first mission, it, it that's where you can see the holes in the game, if you're not playing with someone. Because... It, d- it depends on what character class you played because I felt playing Trix the solo I was fine, but playing any of the other ones awful, is my opinion. Um And yeah, the game does feel very designed to play with people. I don't know if you guys agree or not.
2: Yeah, I, I, I agree. agree. Even um, agree. even when me and you were playing alone, just two people, it felt like we were getting really overpowered in that one boss room. Yeah, that one. Boss it was, was a little bit difficult to get through. Yeah. So hopefully they fix the scaling i knew i do know they have like a uh find a team uh search thing where it'll yes. put you into a team but i never like those because i'm not on the same pace i'm not gonna get in voice chat if i'm playing with random people i don't want to communicate with you i just kind of want to go through and solo grind it if i'm doing that which kind of one of the good things about the game was like oh this could be a podcast game i don't know because it's not playable solo whether it's necessarily a podcast game for me anymore
0: i don't know yeah i i uh... I suppose if you lowered the world tier, it'd be fine because you'd be so over-leveled gear-wise, but then you're not going to want to lower the 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 world ticks because you're going to want the higher-level gear. I get it. Yeah. You know? it's a, yeah. It, is, it is a challenging game solo. I, yeah, definitely play it with a group if you can. And uh, if you can't, DM me and we'll play it.
1: It's one of those things that worries me about the game, actually. And interestingly, you have the exact same experience. I was going to say, playing as the trickster, I found it a lot more fun and easy than playing as any other character that I tried out. Yep. And which made me think, isn't everybody just going to play as the trickster? Like, yep. I certainly am when I load that game for the first time. And so, yeah, it kind of worries me about uh, about the balancing in that game. But maybe that's why they do a demo, and so they can fix these things on the fly. But
2: My favorite character was actually the Devastator. I enjoyed it the most. Okay. Yeah, more than the Trickster. So I, I don't know. That's definitely possibly true. But I also think we're viewing it on such a small pool of the abilities and sure. all the items that you can unlock that maybe once you get to, oh, um, the Pyromancer's fifth ability is where he really, like, his whole build and his kit come together, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully that's the case. Because otherwise, I do think the general consensus is Trickster is the character and all the other characters are side characters for the most part.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Last question for Little Smitty is, should more RPG games, should should more RPG and games of service type games give a few levels away as a demo to get you in? I for one will be putting some serious time into the Outriders demo and kind of wish that Avengers had done something similar. Yes and no. The answer is yes and no. Yes, but it needs to be on a case by case basis. No, Avengers shouldn't have done that because then you would have saw the gaping holes of which that game is is the truth yeah um Um, and that's the risk that you always run right go on Chris, go like i think that's the risk you always run though
2: yeah um i would actually say no in every single situation because i think um even outriders i don't think it should have had a permanent demo because we already see people grinding for legendaries and sort of ruining their own experience with the game and one thing that developers do sometimes need to do especially with games like this is sort of like put the player in a padded room where they can't hurt themselves essentially because they can ruin the experience imagine in destiny if you could run the raid as many times as you want like yeah you'd get looted relatively quickly but you'd also end up hating the content because you ran it so much that that's sort of like what the people are playing outriders and grinding for these legendaries are sort of doing they're souring their experience that by the time the full game comes out and they start talking about it they're gonna have sort of a negative take on it because it took them forever to get this legendary loot that they shouldn't have been grinding for in the first place
1: yeah, I think it's an interesting one. I think probably more often than not, you're going to hurt yourself more by doing this than not doing it. And, and you're absolutely right about Avengers. I think if they'd come out with a demo that everybody was excited to play, you would have seen a lot of people not pick up the full game that did pick up the full game.
0: Well, um, we saw it so, with the beta, right? Like, we played the beta. Like yeah, I remember oh yeah, us all course. playing the beta and all going... This is fun, but something's not right. I remember I remember us having that conversation, or at least having it in Discord with people and stuff, where I'm like, this is fun. I wonder what the end game is, or this was fun. Which is this, the honestly, guys. We could copy and paste our conversations of like insert any games of service game is gonna be the exact same thing. Where again, with this, my with Outriders specifically, my expectations are so bloody low for its end game that I'm just looking forward to playing a new game because there's been nothing Mm. that's come out, right? April 1st comes, I'm going to get to sit down, play a 35-hour campaign of me running through with the Trickstar probably or whoever, whatever character with a bunch of friends while we're grinding loot and we're going to get to the end and then I'm probably going to go, perfect, Resident Evil's here. (laughs) Like, that's that's probably how the situation is going to go and I think... I think uh, one thing I will say about this is content creators have very, very, very different opinions on this to a normal consumer, right? Because Mm -hmm. a content creator is sitting there for, let's say you're a full-time streamer, eight hours a day, you've made Outriders your main game, right? You already want to try and build that up in the demo, which I understand your point, Chris, but it's like, you need those legendaries in this demo because you need something to keep playing the game for. And unfortunately, that's the business of what they're trying to do, and and the developers do also want you to keep talking about the game, so they want you to keep streaming the game, which in turn it just leads this big this big ball of oh, I'm not sure what to do.
2: I think the problem is that it's not just content creators that are grinding for the legendaries, though. I think that's where the issue is. Is like yeah, content creator is going to grind a game to the ground where it's like it's basically they've done everything like five times over because that's what your job is as a content creator you have to know the best stuff you have to grind the best stuff you always have to be ahead of the curve for everything yeah but that's not what the case is for the normal player and when you do have this demo available like everybody everybody wants to be ahead of the curve even if there's no reason for them to be ahead of the curve is the problem everybody wants to be in that conversation right they want to be the first one to say oh yeah but this is the best gun and when they hear people talking about it, like i knew that i said that so long ago i knew everything about it
0: yeah yeah you're not wrong you're not wrong um, let's do one more question, and the rest we'll save for next week. Uh, let's go with Alderslayers, which is: Do you think Crystal Dynamics was the right choice for a live service style Avengers game, or do you think another studio would have been better place for the project from Alderslayer? I don't know, and. <laughs> <laughs> the the reason I say that is because I'm the schmuck still sitting here holding out hope for Avengers I'm still mm-hmm. sat here going okay Hawkeye kind of deals he's coming plus who's the who's the the new uh, enemy the guy that looks like Hulk but not it's not Hulk what's his name
2: Abomination Ab- no
0: not Abomination Maestro is it Maestro, Maestro? yeah oh. it's Maestro yeah mm-hmm. um Maestro is going to be there. Okay, so we've got no- one more boss. I've not played for a long time, so I've not beat up Taskmaster for about 10 times now. So I'm going to be all right. So I can beat him up 10 times. And I haven't done the Kate Bishop DLC, so I've got both of that to play. So in my head, I'm still sitting there going, once this next-gen patch comes, it could be good. It could be good. Mm. We just need a little bit more content. Where's the roadmap? Like, the- I don't know. Like, <laughs> If the leaks are to be told of which characters are coming next, which seem pretty much right... Crystal Dynamics were not the right team to do this. <laughs> because the characters that they've they've decided to make are just not the characters that I would have wanted from a huge Avengers game. This isn't an MCU, this is just an Avengers game, right? And they could have done anybody, and they've chosen a few boring characters if we're being honest. Like, it's apart from Kamala Khan, which I think is the best character in terms of its writing and in terms of backstory and things like that, and even the way she controls fantastic everybody else is just a carbon cutter of what we've already seen before in video games comics films i i I don't know who would have got it right though like can you name me a studio either of you that would have got it right i don't think so
2: i i think the problem like the answer to the question is yes and no the reason being is two different games were made (laughs) The campaign really good. I think Crystal Dynamics, the right people to do the campaign, right? Yeah. But then everything else around it, all the grinding, all this looter based game, like, I don't think that was a Crystal Dynamics job. I, the reason people were excited when they first heard it was Square Enix is because they think about RPGs and they think everything Square Enix can do, or even in an MMO space, you have Final Fantasy 14. Um, and like that could be a recipe for success. And then what you get is just sort of like, Oh, it's Crystal Dynamics. It's not really a campaign game. It's this half mixed bag. The campaign plays really well, but then everything outside of it just doesn't work. And my my reasoning, the way I see it, is like I don't think Crystal Dynamics was the right studio for a majority of what this game is.
0: That's fair.
1: Yeah. I think you're absolutely right. I think I think you know, if the recipe is bad for the cake, it doesn't matter who you give the recipe for, the cake's gonna be shit, right? And so I think that's kind of what happened here, right? Like the the game tried to do too many things maybe or it not focus enough or it didn't really know what it wanted to be um and ended up just being a bit of a mess and so i, I don't think any other studio would necessarily have done it better or worse i just think maybe it's the wrong approach
0: yeah no i hear you i hear you um Let's uh, move on to this week's dashboards. We've got some bit of news to jump into, so let's quickly go in. Uh, Xbox still hasn't announced games coming in 2021. Oh, thank God! That's me saying that. Um, Xbox Director of Programming Management Jason Rowland, has made made clear that there are unannounced Xbox games scheduled for release in twenty twenty one. Speaking on the Iron Laws Podcast, shout out to the Iron Laws Podcast, friends of the show, shout out to them. Uh, episode about the Xbox Series X and S. Roland was asked what game, what what game had he has sorry, what game he was most looking forward to uh, in. In the year ahead, which he replied, "quote Not all games that are releasing this year have been announced." End quote. Yes, that is that's end quote. This is what we're scraping on right now. This is all we're getting from people. Are you guys at least revealed? Uh, revealed? Uh, happy? Relieved is the word I was looking for. Um, that we do have something more coming. And what do you think it may be? Because the rumor is Horizon Five.
2: I, I, I w- I wouldn't be surprised if it's Horizon Five. Um, I don't I don't think it would be anything that would super get me hyped at this point. Unless it's a killer instinct. If it's a killer instinct, you know, announce it sooner the better. The rumor but around that I is they want to make gonna be it that. Right?
0: the rumor around that. Yeah, the is they rumor is that they're looking for a studio
2: it. to make it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no it. I hold that hope. That's that's uh they put that out there as a red herring, you know, they got it in development, they're close to finishing it. Okay. Um yeah, I, I don't I I don't know what they could have that would be big enough necessarily that they could keep hidden that isn't a horizon that you know we've heard that there are rumors that that's what it is yeah that would really make an impact um i would think it'd be a smaller game probably i'd I'd love to be wrong i would love for this to be like a huge bomb that they could drop that would be fantastic but i just don't see that being the case
0: yeah it's definitely not a huge bomb (laughs) go on matt
1: there's no way no what i was gonna say is yeah i think this is definitely a a smaller scale experience that they're they're teasing to here, and and I don't think it will live up to the expectations of anybody. I don't think it'll be Horizon Five. It, yeah, I think it'll be something new, something small. Uh, you want you want make, make
0: a pizza bet? You want make a pizza bet that we see Horizon Five this year? This uh, year? What you
1: think Horizon Five is coming this year? Don't take that. Okay, bet. I'll take no. it. <laughs> I'll take it. What pizza? What's your Dom- pizza Domino's,
0: Domino's, obviously. Well, Pepperoni passion, mistake. barbecue a huge based. Uh, a huge stuffed crust. I agree. No, the, wait, so, where'd you order your pizza?
1: Anywhere but Domino's. What Just was you like, going to say? Like- oh, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa. If, were you going to say Papa John's?
1: No, I was going to say Pizza Hut. Uh, see Pizza Hut
0: used to be the one Used to be the one Crash we don't all live in New York bruh. Chill
2: Look, right? I don't care it still it bothers me I hear this and it bothers me I can't help it
1: I think think whoever loses the pizza bet Should just buy the other person a pizza But the person who won doesn't get to decide what that pizza is The person who loses decides uh, what
0: the pizza is if I like that Okay that's okay, good. I like that, especially because we don't do it for crash. That's the most important part here. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs>
1: That'd be a big delivery fee. On that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want right,
0: local
2: cool. from you guys. If you guys could just send it yeah, over. Yeah, I got
0: right? you, bro. I got your plastic container with some Dominoes in. I got you, no Check problem. Deal. All right. So it Deal. has to come out this year. December thirty-first is the last day. Yeah. Yeah, hundred cool. percent. Is there thirty-one days in December? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I got it, I think I got it Next up, yeah. uh, Xbox update lets you see which games are available in your language Which I thought was a really cool one uh, Xbox, uh, the update uh, to both the Xbox consoles uh, and the Game Pass app Lets you easily find games that are available in your preferred language This was written by Steve Watts, uh, Steve Watts from GameSpot by the way with this update, you can find clearer labels identifying languages for the interface, audio, and subtitles. According to the announcement, the new labels will appear alongside others like smart delivery, Xbox Series X/S optimized, and uh, genre-, genre. Sorry, identifiers. I'll leave it at that. But I, I thought it was pretty cool. Like the more yeah. that they can include things like this, that makes it easier to search for. I think is amazing. Especially, what this did I also- just play? I played Daymare. So, does anyone know what Daymare is? It's the Resident Evil, Resident Evil fan-made game. Bro, yeah, it's one of the most, it's one of the most unaccessible games ever. There's a puzzle where the whole keyboard's in Greek. Nice. Nah. You think I know how to read Greek?
2: They probably just wanted you to Google a little bit.
0: That's why literally my chat had to Google it for me, <laughs> and even when they gave me the answers, I got it fucking wrong. <laughs>
2: oh,
0: it was terrible. It's terrible. But yeah, um, I th- I think this is really cool. I'm I'm any of this little stuff that they're doing in the UI, I think's dope. Yeah. The the EA Play uh, label, the Series X optimized label. Now you've got languages, genres, all that. I just want them to do one thing, which is I want them to do a label which is the year the game came out. That's what I want.
2: Oh. Because obviously, I would
0: like that. I'd love that. Just a little thing in the corner that I can turn on and off. It hasn't got to be there for everybody. Just if you're going to do all this, which again, this is way more important than my little thing, but I'd love to know the year the game was released because I get sent a lot of games, a lot of indie games as well, and I forget. And then like, we do our game of the year roundup or when there's a low period, I'm, I'm very much old games old. So I want to only play games in 2021 now, right? <laughs> and I just look at a game and go, should I play this? I'm like, nah, nah, it's old game, old game. I have to buy it, have to Google it and all that. Nah, like, just give me... And Steam has this, and I, just, I would like it. I would like it personally. You know? Just a me that's thing. Fair. It's just a me thing. Anything to add on this? Languages? You guys like languages?
2: Uh, yeah, it's it's something that I feel like, <laughs> as all of us being English speakers, mm. it's a very underrated feature um, that we might not think about. Yeah. So that's, it's just really dope that they're looking out for something like this and adding it.
1: True. More accessibility is always a good thing. So, exactly. Hats off. Next up, Resident
0: Evil uh, Village. Capcom warns fans about early access scam emails. Yeah, I, uh, I got this email come through from Capcom. Like, hey. uh, uh don't (laughs) this this email which i'll I'll get into uh don't respond to i was like damn you totally would have got me uh the email read like this which was hello uh we hope you're very well we're sending this message as you may be aware that there are currently emails circulating that pretend to contain early access invitations to resident evil village the sender uh addressed address is being displayed as a no-reply at Capcom.com. We informed you that these messages are not from Capcom and appear to be phishing? Is that phishing? P-H? Yeah,
1: yeah. Phishing. phishing
0: yeah. yeah, sorry. You know when I'm thinking F for phishing and I'm like P-H, you know, dyslexia. F that dollar. Attempts by... Uh, efficient attempts by an unauthorized third party. If you have received such an email, please do not download any files or reply and delete the message immediately. So... Some scumbags are taking over my game, boys.
2: Had dare they? Yeah. Had dare
1: they? Had dare
0: they, you know? had They, they Fix, could do it you... to any other game. It weren't me, Crash. Calm down.
2: Did, did you respond to them, Fix? I just gotta ask. No. You sure? No,
0: I never I never got an email, thankfully. I never got okay. an email. Do you
2: think, if you got the email, do you think you would have responded to it if you had not seen Capcoms? So quick. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so so quick. quick. Well,
0: I just did. A, I just a, Capcom just sent me for those uh, didn't see on my Twitter. They sent me a Ghost and Goblins underwear set with some strawberries and like this whole thing for the new game that just came out on Switch. So I would have just took it as oh shit, my early access for Resident Evil started really early. Like like we're months right. have I am like, yes, get me in. I would have been like, yep, download this. Virus would have been there. Would have took my all my bank details. I would have been done. That would have been me over <laughs> with. Done. Done out here. All my bank accounts have been emptied. I'm just sat here in like a box, cardboard box. Like, Guys, I need help. The podcast can't go anymore. They took my cameras. What the hell happened? Like, you just, you just never know. You never know. Uh, so watch out for that if you didn't know already. Next piece of news is Fortnite is getting its first single player story event, which I thought this was really cool. Uh, Fortnite appears uh, will soon provide players with a single player story event that acts as a conclusion to the event of the season end of the season uh, of the Battle Royale. When Fortnite Chapter 2 Season 6 launches on March 16th, not long, the first thing players will be, will be met with is the Zero Crisis Finale, described as a solo experience by develop the Dep- sorry epic um, it's a conclusion of the Agent Jones mission that informed the base of season five's story. Uh, this one was written by Matt Perslow of IGN. Guys, I want to be in Fortnite. You know, like the way we're in. You know, the way we're in COD, and the, now the way me and Matt and I know your planet as well. Uh, we're in Apex. I want that to be Fortnite more than anything in the world. I just can't build. So if this new season, they come out and like, I don't know, I am Groot comes out and he's like, stop chopping down trees, fam. Like he just comes out. He's like, yo, no, <laughs> I am Groot, no tree chopping. And then like, there's no, there's no mats anymore. I'm in. But until then.
2: We we know that's not going to be the case, Fix. That'll yeah. never be the case.
0: Do you think, do you think, ever, do you think we'll control. ever get a season? A one, just one. No. Imagine no. one whole season. Not a where season. There's just no, no building. Mm-mm. They could do it though. They're crazy enough. No, they could no, do they
2: could. it. No, they're not crazy enough.
0: They're one crazy enough the to biggest. put like a
2: season-long like mode that's no building. Like they, that's the best you could hope for, but not a season that's dedicated to no
1: building. Oh, it would be so good, though. It would be a huge shot in the foot for them if they if they stopped yeah. building. It is their USP. It is their unique selling point. It is the one thing they do that nobody else does. And, but and, is uh,
0: it? Because now I feel like I agree, I would agree yes. with you on that. <laughs> I would agree with you on that. Back in the day. But now I think their their unique selling selling point is, come and play as any character that you've bought the skin for. That is for sure. now their thing of like, come do you and want? Do you want? No, go on, go on, go on. Just shoot me. Come now, and play what? Come and play anything. Anything we put. in No, front no come of and you. play
2: what? No, there's a specific word. It's Fortnite and what it. What entails Fortnite, Fortnite entails building. I understand what you're saying, Fix, and I, I'm with you. The most fun I've had in that game is when they were like, you can hold 30 mats of everything, and that's all you can have. That's the most you can build. That was a fantastic time, Fix. I the loved best. our time together in the game like that. <laughs> I was like, maybe I can get Fix to go on a dinner date with me yep, in this game, maybe, and then they take it away. And I was like, dinner date's never happening, you know. Um, I just I don't I don't see it happening, Fix. I gotta let you know. I don't see it happening.
0: I could. Anyway, Do you oh, not think with a little
1: bit of practice you could get their fix?
0: I've you, been like, there. I've been there. I've done it. Like, it's not... you got, you. got I think you guys are forgetting that I got raided by Aiden for 3,000 people watching okay, me. Wait, point, wait, wait, yeah? wait, wait, wait. Fix. As a wait, full wait, night wait, wait, streamer. Don't forget. Wait
2: wait wait, 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 wait. Can you crank... Have you ever had the ability to crank bro, 90s fix? Answer bro, honestly. Bro. Not this, like, have, macho, bro, like, bro, I can bro. crank 90s like crazy, bro. I want like, can, can you crank 90s fix? Let me tell
0: you something, Crash. I want to let you into a little secret. Yeah. I've been cranking 90s okay. since, since I was born in the 90s.
2: Let me tell okay. you fam, let, wait, no, wait, no, wait, no. Wait, let wait, me go fam. Wait, let, wait, me go. Wait, 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 let me go, let okay, me go. You don't want this, yeah? Go. go King, go.
0: I have been, look, if you've seen my movement, look at my control. Let me show you the video people. Look at my control. You see this?
2: Watch. you go, yeah. bam, it's done. Okay, fix. I, I just crank 90s say. for fun cranking 90s is like riding a bike so turn on your fortnite turn on your elgato screen share and show me you cranking 90s i want at least five 90s in a row cranked i got you one second Ah, <laughs> oh, i fit my
0: xbox my bricks my back
1: cranks 90s on a controller either i think i think fortnite has become kind of
0: No, you can crank 90s. No, you can crank 90s on Control. I've been
2: doing it since the 90s. Maybe you can. Since the 90s. You cannot. (laughs) Why are you lying? Before somebody thinks like, Fix is that good at Fortnite. Fix cannot crank 90s. Bro, you're
0: you're disrespecting me. Don't make me re-download Fortnite and show you. I think
2: you're disrespecting everybody who has still... Who has and still plays Fortnite to some degree and has never been able to crank '90s by saying you can crank '90s? I'm the you best Fortnite 90s, player. Bro. I'm the best Fortnite player here. No, Oof. that's not true. I
1: was not bad. You want to know who's back better in than in you, Matt? One, I put my money on Matt. Have you seen Matt this man would play smoke you.
2: Matt would smoke you in Fortnite. But he wouldn't. You want to know why? Because you're going to know why he'd smoke you? Because you're going to be busy trying to crack 90s. (laughs) And your old man reflexes. You're going to be like, what am I doing? Nah, so
0: look, you guys are reckless. You're talking reckless. You're talking reckless. I'm not going to stand for it. New season comes out. Me, Crash, Matt, we're jumping into Fortnite. Let's do it. And you're going to see who's the best. Because I remember playing this game and being like, Crush, you got build, man. Crush, build. Crush just dies every two seconds. He's let's rubbish. Let's be 100% rubbish. honest.
2: You were playing that game 24 7, and the only time I played that game was like, I really want to play some game with Fixes, and Fix doesn't want to play games with me. You know, Fix is all on this <laughs> Fortnite ish. When, know, when I was on it way back when, I was like, "Fix, <laughs> I think- we should play Fortnite." Fix is like, "That game's trash. Leave me alone. I got my PUBG."
0: <laughs> Yo, me and Crash are we are literally a husband and wife. It doesn't matter which <laughs> or husband and husband. It don't fucking matter. Like, because literally, anytime. So it went like this, Matt. It went PUBG, PUBG, plan PUBG to get Crush is like, fuck PUBG, Fortnite. I'm like, fuck Fortnite, I'm staying with PUBG. All right, keep playing, keep playing. I come down to Fortnite. All right, cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love Fortnite, love Fortnite. Then where it goes? Oh, the uh, Apex. Apex, cool, cool, yeah, I love an Apex. Me, I'm like, no, 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 I'm coming down to Apex play. No, nah, no, nah, I'm on to COD. Crush comes down to COD. I'm like, bro, stop
2: leaving me. <laughs> like, <laughs> Wait, Can you see what happens here, Matt? I'm ahead of the curve. And because Fix isn't playing with me, I'm like, I got to move on to the next thing because I don't got my homie 100%. around you know
0: so and b- now i'm the best battle royale player on this podcast
2: okay i know. that's because you play the most battle royales and also you're not better wow
0: than are you actually trying to game shit shame me like you're shaming me for playing video games this is this is madness i just broke no, my i'm phone not case. shaming
2: you i'm just saying your statements are all <laughs> i me. broke my phone case i was fiddling <laughs> no you me. didn't
0: <laughs> wait did. did you really <laughs> <laughs> yeah the bit at the top i just broke the plastic on it oh Ooh. don't worry about doesn't matter all right, we can move on, but uh, that Fortnite stuff might be fun. Might be fun. I will look forward to it. Next up, last story, and I was going to try and end this podcast within an hour. <laughs> uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge is a retro brawler coming to PC and consoles soon. Question mark? Did you guys watch the
2: trailer first? Uh, I yes. did not. I saw Dude, some screenshots. The
0: trailer it. is fucking hype.
2: Hot. I heard it's made by uh the same people that made Streets of Rage 4. Streets of Rage 4, and they also made Scott Pilgrim. Which I didn't know the people who made Streets of Rage 4 made Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, but and Scott that's Pilgrim... like apparently a really okay right. fix. What okay. would you
0: would you want from me this episode? No, no, you want no, me to I'll, lie I'll let to you? First, you want me to lie about cranking 90s. Now, you want me to lie about Scott Pilgrim not being as good as wait, wait, 4. What do you want from me?
2: <laughs> okay, are we going back to the cranking 90s? I didn't want you to lie. I, I, I wanted you to we tell done. the
1: truth. I thought we were done. <laughs> I did too. Um, My Xbox and no, me I, audience,
0: I need you to do me a favor. I need you to email in Xbox to me podcast at gmail.com or put it on Twitter. Tweet at Crash if you think I can do. Not crank 90s since I've been doing it since the 90s I let, let him know at plays. tag Matt as well because Matt deserves to be tagged and also tag me sure. like make it happen I crank 90s boys it's
1: ridiculous uh, I mean, uh, you, you have all the you know to what prove, to prove Crash wrong right like it's very simple I don't have the game in just installed. stream Fortnite
2: yeah, just well, show me. All you have to do is show successful. me you crank 90s right now. It's like riding a bike. I can't you can do it on PC too.
0: New season, new season. You have to wait. So.
2: have to wait for the new season. Oh, <laughs> I'm not talking about streaming it to everybody. Just show me real quick. Share it over Discord. <laughs> but, uh, and I will sing your praise to everybody in every game and every BR fixes the best BR player Te- I've ever. Teenage seen. Ninja. Ninja tells, who's
0: guys? that? Shroud, <laughs> <Teenage laughs> <Ninja> who's <laughs> that? Shroud <laughs> sure can't okay. crank 90s like me. Come on, get out of here.
1: Get out of here.
0: Are you excited for it, Matt? Or oh, not really? <laughs>
1: uh I am not a Streets of Rage side scrolling brawler guy. That is not my forte whatsoever. Um, but sure, like like look, if it's multiplayer and it's a laugh with your mates, then that's tick two boxes for me. That's away, you, so yeah. Um...
0: You just you just want you're you like me, where it's just like, I just want to play games with people. Like just be there. Just so be I there. fun with
1: people, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <sighs> So, um, it. yeah, it, it, if it comes out and people like it, great. And and I know there are a lot of diehard Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fans out there that are going to be super excited about this. And you're yeah. right, the trailer that came out was hype. nostalgic as hell and oh. hype as hell. So, um, yeah.
0: Hype. It was just Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Teen... Oh, it, <laughs> it was hype. It was hype. Games with Gold. Uh, you've got Warface Breakout available March 1st to March 31st. Vicious. Attack rush, 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 rush. Uh, attack llama apocalypse available March 16th to April 15th. Metal Slug free available March 15th to March 15th, and Port Royale free available March 16th to March 31st. Um let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of here. Matt, we got to plug this week, my dude.
1: Nothing much. Just follow me at Matt P Video on all of the social things. I also got my Shit together and changed my gamertag to Mappy Video on Xbox, so you can add me on there as well. If you found is it. that oh.
0: is that because during our Call of Duty Zombie session, which we'll talk about next week, there's going to be a Let's Play out. We'll talk about it next week. Everyone was calling you <laughs> Phil, and I was like, Sweet what Phil. the? Yeah, I was yeah. like, what the fuck? It was Phil. I'm literally watching the Let's Play back, and I could hear um, Paul go, "Yo Phil, Yo Phil," and I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you have numbers by your name yeah. now? Do you have numbers by it now?
1: No, no, no. At Matt P video. Huh. At Matt P video. on my gaming tag is just Matt P video. Are you so sure? No numbers. I'm pretty sure. I didn't hmm. muck it up, did I?
0: Hmm. No, you didn't muck it up. I'm so w- what I think the new, the new thing is... Okay, that's interesting. Maybe I can become MC Fixer finally then.
2: But surely that... If It's already taken. <laughs> I think. So Matt P videos probably wasn't taken. So he didn't get numbers attached to it. Yeah. So you can't get MC Fixer.
0: I hate this kid. I hate this MC Fixer kid. Whoever stole my damn name, I hate did
2: you. Did you give him a price? No, I forgot. I said I was going to do yeah, that, didn't Give you know him a price this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then right, come back yeah. to us I'll next report week. Back. I'll report new back. You back. game plan next week if that doesn't work.
0: Okay. You got one? Because I know you're... Uh, how's your situation? Not, yeah, I'll think
2: about it. How's your situation, how's with, situation? Your, with your guy? He stopped inviting me to Xbox parties and stuff. messaging me.
0: So, Matt, did you see last week's episode at all?
1: No, no, no. So, <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> I to I didn't get <laughs> So... <laughs> Chris is getting bullied online by some guy calling him a fake Albanian.
2: Yeah, he's trying to he's trying to take my gamer tag. He wasn't my gamer tag. He wanted to buy it. And I'm just like, to be fair, kind of antagonized him in my responses. No, sh- I didn't take it no, seriously No, he didn't. No, he didn't. We don't do that here on
0: my Xbox and me. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He didn't do that. He didn't do that. He didn't do that.
1: What, what is the price? What would you be willing to pay for MC Fixer on Xbox? Me?
0: £100 all day yeah. long. I'd pay £100 for it all day. Dude, do you know the amount of people who just go to Agme and just go, oh, your game tag must be MC Fixer because I've got it everywhere else. I'm like, no, I'm actually XOB Fixer. They're like, what does XOB stand for? I'm like, don't worry. Don't worry. I was a kid. That's mm. what it stands for, all right? <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, Chris, what are you going to plug this week?
2: Uh, I actually, nothing to plug, but I want to shout out uh, Will Powell over on Twitter. We oh. had asked for feedback last yeah. week. He gave us feedback. Mm -hmm. um, And for the foreseeable future, if you guys give us feedback, I will continue shouting you guys out. So shout out to Will Powell for giving us feedback. Please give us feedback. Please send us questions.
0: (laughs) Please, Please I'm begging you, I'm
2: begging you,
0: I'm begging you. We know you listen, (laughs) we see the numbers, we're begging you, just please. Uh, You can follow me everywhere at MCFixer. The big one right now is I'm trying to get to, on my personal channel uh, on YouTube, I'm trying to get to 5,000 subscribers. Uh, So if you haven't subscribed to my personal channel, it's where I do gameplay, I do unboxings, I do reaction content. So if any of that is up to your field, I I get, I totally understand. The the 99.9% of our audience is audio listeners. Totally get it. But if you have a YouTube account, just go and slap a subscribe button on the accounts. Doesn't matter if you look at them. It just it helps with us with working with brands. It helps with us with getting sponsorships. It helps with us with PR. It helps all of us in such a big way. So if you have an account and you listen and you're at your computer one day, just search MC Fixer, search my Xbox and me and hit the subscribe button. It would it would mean a lot to me. So please, please do. You know, people always ask, how can we support if we're not, if we can't afford on Patreon? Following us on the platform, subscribing to us, it helps a great deal. So thank you so much for listening once again. Matt, thank you for coming. Crash, you were here. And until next time, I will love you, leave you and see you all later. Goodbye.
1: Wow. Goodbye. Wow, bye-bye.